All right, all right, let's go. All right, all right. Cindy, uh, tell us about the brunch we had down in Kingston. Oh, yes. I wasn't here last week because uh, we were all down in Kingston. We had a lovely breakfast and uh, your brother, brother, well, we call him Uncle Rich and everyone knows him at Dick, Dick Cherry and... Boy, you guys... Everybody st- calls him Dick I don't there. get the whole thing from Richard to Dick. I don't really understand that whole thing. Uh, and you know, here's the, funny th- here's the funny thing if you want. My grandmother on my father's side, her last name was Dick. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So pe- people don't realize what a great athlete Uncle Rich was. Well, boy, oh boy. Well, Well-educated. Well, Timothy, you call him the true Renaissance man, that's right? That's right. Yep. For well, sure. You, what's that mean, true Renaissance Renaissance man? man is someone who is good in education, who's smart. So he got his master's and ended up becoming a principal. I, I used to, he got mad at me a couple of times. I used to call him a professional student. <laughs> to get went, your master's. He went, he went to Queens till he was 42. Yeah, but he, but, he, but he did that while he was playing pro hockey. So yeah, come on, give him, give him a lot of credit. He, he used to, but a me. renaissance man yeah, is educated. Educated and then artistic. Oh, boy. So, so you know, He's that. Yeah, and he was artistic. He won the Royal Winter Fair with... Uh, he did the uh, um, uh, wood duck, and he did the female wood duck. Yeah, he was a carver. He was carving Unbelievable. ducks. Unbelievable. And, and, and the female wood duck is... And won, so you can imagine how good it was going yeah. against the he male. He twice. Yep, yep, that's yep. true. So he's artistic, educated. And, did, and then athletic. Oh, well, he was athletic. It was the funny thing. He, got, he used to tell me when he played the National Hockey League, they said... Leave that number five alone. Don't get him going. He played pro. Uh, he played pro in uh, for what Philly? Philly, uh, and uh, he was Bobby Orr. You know, he was Bobby Clark's uh, first um, roommate. And he had a black belt. He had a black belt. He had a black belt. He was first dan, and he stopped that because he felt that uh, it was getting too um, guys. Guys were getting in the black belt that that. That wanted to be uh, tough guys. Tough guys, yeah. And he, as soon as he saw that, he got rid of that. He, everything he did, he did. He got he, he shot fifty skeet shooting, and when he got the fifty, he quit. Yeah, he was skeet shooting. He got oh, fifty. I didn't know 50, that. Yeah, shot fifty in a row, right? Fifty in a Without row, missing, and then then he quit. And he's musical too. He made a mandolin. And he did everything like that. So that's right. Well, Uncle Rich goes, I think I want to learn the mandolin. So instead of going out and buying one, he carved himself one. And boy, was it beautiful. Yeah. So needless to say, it was a lively conversation at I breakfast. I didn't have much to conversation with him, to tell you the truth. Really? What did you guys talk about at the end of that table? I don't know. I heard McDavid's name mentioned again, just like on this podcast. Oh, (laughs) how could you not say McDavid? (laughs) I know. Like, oh my God, we're here at the podcast again. Well, Uncle Rich, he's still involved with the Kingston Frontenacs. We'll get I some. Get we'll, yeah, people. we'll get some. We'll we'll talk to Uncle Rich and get some good stories from him because he he had some some crazy stories. Yeah, but because he was in he was in Philly, but he you know played the minors and. Well, he and played Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I was looking at a picture with him with Oklahoma Blazers. Yeah, well, Jerry Cheevers. He I, had, I think we said this once before, but so Uncle Rich was at the Boston camp. He was there when Bobby Orr was a, a rookie, and and I have a picture of of him and five other rookies. And it's funny to see Bobby Orr. He even looked good. 
He even looked good in the picture. <laughs> you tell he was going to be good. So everybody knows Bobby Orr. We don't go on, the greatest hockey player who ever lived, I think, anyhow. So what did he say about it? When he called you up and said... He phoned me and he said, you can't believe this kid. He says, his name is Bobby Orr. And he says, he is unbelievable. But he is going to get, he's going to get it someday and because uh, he plays too reckless. And uh, uh, Marcel Pronovaux, I still say it was Marcel Pronovaux. Uh, Richard said it was Marcel Pronovaux. hit his leg up against the uh, um, boards. He tried to get by in, in, in training camp. He tried to get by. So, Dad and Cindy, we're going to read some questions from the Facebook and Twitter and whatever else is out there. So, Cindy, you got the first question. Yes, here's a question, Steve, from Facebook. I live in Hamilton, and my family knows a player you might have played with or against. Ian Kusherin, is that the way you say Kushinen. it? Kushinen. Do you have any stories about him? And you always got great stories, Dad, about guys like that. I played with him. I played against him in the American Hockey League, and he was a big guy. If you want to compare him with Peter Angelo, everybody's looking. And it's the strangest thing. Everybody's looking for how they used to play Peter Angelo, but he was he was better than Peter Angelo, believe it or not. So he'd be making eight million like Peter Angelo. He'd be, he'd be, <laughs> Peter, what is what Peter Angelo make? Making about eight million. He'd be making about eight million, and he and he was playing for Eddie Shore. He wasn't making eight million, so I I would compare him to Peter Angelo. Uh, he could hit, he could fight, he could do everything. But I remember uh, I remember one time in a fight one time. There's a fight going on, and a guy swung a stick, and Bill Sweeney, the leading scorer, ducked, and it hit him right in the nose. And it, did, it, did it ever hurt? So this so, was all in uh, Springfield? This was all in Springfield. But anyhow, Cushman was big. He was six foot two. He was a, he one of the bigger defensemen. Uh, I, I think he was bigger than that. And he could, he could really throw him, and he was a good defenseman. And to compare with him... Right now, I would have to say Peter Angelo. Dad and Cindy, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Spreads.ca, their Canadian-owned online sportsbook and casino. And if you sign up now... And that and, means a lot, Tim. Yeah. And uh, if you sign up now and use the promo Grapes, they'll, spot, they'll match your deposit up to $250. You get 10 spins on the big wheel. And your first sports bet, they'll spot you 25 bucks. And they've been a big supporter of the Don Cherry Pet Rescue Foundation. Yes, sir. So if you want to be interested in... Our your your pet rescue foundation. Check it out on the web. So, Cindy, you got the next question, and this is from Twitter. This is from Twitter. I I love the handles that they and Jet Fat Fan and Jet Fan. What do you think of the situation in Winnipeg? She wants to know. And what should the should the team go um, after Hellebuck? Well, I don't know who, who should go after Hellebuck. He, he, I know he wants to go down in the States and he get into that tax down there. I don't know, Tim. Who, what do you think? Uh, well, you'd like to see him in Edmonton, yeah. right? You know, cause they, I, I, I would like to see him in Edmonton. Edmonton, but I don't know if that would happen. No, it never happened. You know, it's tough because all the good teams kind of have yeah. goalies, right? Like, yeah. you know, like all the contenders. So if he's going to go, he's probably not going to go to a contender because all the contenders have their goalies locked up. And he hasn't been as you know, we... Maybe you know one, maybe one team, Colorado. Yeah. Because Colorado's goalie kind of let them down in the playoffs. And, yeah. And, and that. But I'm, I'm not knocking Hellebuck. Plays 60 games, but he's never 
Well, he plays an awful lot of games. Plays a lot of games, but he's never been a standout. You know, it's funny the thing is, Seaver used to, uh, back. Well, in I have the, often said that many a times on this podcast. I don't understand when you guys say they're tired. When you look at, you know, just what you said, Sheevers played, you know, 50 games in a season and all this. Uh, with all the training uh, they have today and everything. Sheevers lasted long because I, la- I let him last long. I used to let him pass the pucks. Boy, and I let him pass the pucks. He, so are you saying that, that practice wears them out? Well, but not, you know what it is, Cindy? It's putting on equipment. Get out, really? Yeah, putting on equipment. Put it on. Put it on. Every year. Really? But the goaltenders didn't get Well, that's true, because I remember Lynn Zimmerman, when you had Rochester, he used to, I, I sometimes like, who is that guy out there skating? But then, you know, oh, you looked at his skates. So they used to wear their goalie skates, but they were in regular I let them practice. The, I passed the pucks. And could they skate? Well, you said that Mike Palmatier. Mike Palmatier, you know, he had a bad knee. And all he needed was a rest the day after, just just give him a day after uh, after he played a great game. If you know if he played three games in the thing, just give him a day out. So let, let, let talk about Winnipeg, Dad. Like you know, and I guess I'm root for Winnipeg. I like to I like I like, like the city, the crowd. and I think and the crowd's been good. You know they think. But they they do seem to have a lot awful lot of malcontents in the uh, that word. Um, oh, and malcontents. Malcontents. Because you know you look at Wheeler, you look at Shifley, you look at. You know eight. what? I think that Blake Wheeler had a lot to say in that dressing room. But anyhow. So do you I, think that Paul Maurice? Remember, he was coach. He just walked halfway through the season. He said halfway through. He says they're not listening to me. Why should I stay here and, and take this abuse? Well, not abuse. Not abuse, but it must have been frustrating. Must have been frustrating. This big guy, and then they look at, at Drake Wheeler, and he and I just have an idea that he used to have a lot to say in that dressing room. Dad, can I ask you a question? You say that he, he lost the team. What what would you have done? Like, is that not the onus is on the coach to keep the team listening to you? I mean, what would you do if uh, no, the, your guys would... Me. It wouldn't happen with you. And what did you do to make it not happen to you? I think, too, though, Cindy, you look... You know, those guys are making seven, eight, nine million dollars, right? Like what leverage does the coach have? Let's say they sign Nailander for eight or nine million dollars to Leafs and he's not back checking. You can't you're we're, saying we're, you can't bench him. Can't bench him, can't sit him. Well I did I think it would be more it went to pride. I think I think Terry O'Reilly said it best. I used to work them hard every Tuesday. And he, he used to think, we're in better shape than the other team, and that's why we were going to win. So let me ask you, let's say there was a guy that was a bit of a malcontent with Boston and kind of wanted to get out when you had, had the Bruins one. when you had the Bruins and all that. Did Would like Terry or Schmatzi, one of the, the players, take care of him? You know what? I think the, I think the, when we had a new guy come in, we have a good thing going here. Who, said, I, who would say this? I think Bobby Schmutz would say it. Not the captain? No, I think Cash and and Schmutz, you were kind of close. And they said, we got a good thing going here. You better not ruin it. You better <laughs> do as you're told. And, and the whole. And the good thing is, let's see, no curfews, no weigh-ins. No, well, I'd, anyhow, keep going, Cindy. What, your next question. Okay, this again from Twitter. Bleed blue and white. Isn't that a great? Isn't that a great name? Bleed, Bleed blue and white. Yeah. Grapes. Rumors around the Leafs is that they want to get Eric Carlson from the Sharks. Would you trade Nylander for Carlson? 
Well, first of all, you'll have to get rid of his salary. He's making, he's making $11 million when nobody else was making 11 So you'd have to take, you'd have to have them take most of it. So no, it would never happen. That, that, I, I rest assured, that one will never happen. Boy, that cap really, uh, really plays on where the guys go, right? I mean, they, it's like a shell game with these caps right. and how so much they're making. To make that happen, the Leafs would have to get San Jose to eat some of Carlson's contract yeah, for the next about, two years. I would say about four, four million. And then they would have to sign Nylander, and he wants about nine million dollars. Well, he wants. To, he doesn't want to make anything less than he's making now. So, so, doesn't so that, 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 Nylander, well, he's making six now, so he wants around nine. Yeah, well, he, it'll never, never happen, Cindy. That, that's, that's one trade you can rest assured will not happen. Okay, let's say they could do it. Swing it. Would you swing it? If Let's say they could. Oh, let's let's say all, the, all, good, all the money and all the Money's stuff. Money's no object. Well, he, he's, yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think uh, he's only 26, 27, which would be pretty good, uh, uh, good uh, years. And I he think the other guy's he, at 32. He, yeah. The thing is, Carlson, he's been hurt, like, for the last five years. He's played yeah. barely, he's just played 50 games, and he's only got, like, 60 points. And then last year, he was healthy, and he got 100. Boy, did he, he play good last year. I got yeah. to admit Boy, that. Boy, that'd be some power play. Yeah. <laughs> Carlson, Riley. You yeah, know, you'd have a pretty good power play, but that that's trade will never happen. But it's funny, though, Dad, as you said before, talking about, that's not what the teams are looking for now, though, are they? No. They're, they're looking for Peter Angelos, and they're looking for the Martinez's and, and Chen's and those guys, right? The, those are the guys they're looking for. And it, it's the strangest thing. That's what it was back in the old days. That's, uh, that's what everybody was. Gus Mortson, I can, Gus Mortson, uh, Marcel Ponoval, they're all the same. And, and they, never, they, never, they never got many points, but boy, boy, I tell you, boy, they were tough in front of that net. And the funny thing, like when we went out scouting, it was always they wanted the d- defense to be like a rushing defense. Like they they wanted to be like Bobby Orr. Yeah, they, they always say, oh, you got to go with the puck. And then they, you know, they'd, so then when they go, they say pass it. So they, the kids were always getting confused. Mm, yeah. And there was a lot of kids that you'd watch that were just good stay-at-home defensemen that could move the puck. Um, and uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the one kid that plays in, oh, Ball, Kevin Ball, yeah. that plays for uh, yeah. New Jersey. Like, he wasn't a Russian defenseman, but he was a big guy. And I'm talking to a lot of, oh, even OHL skills. They go, oh, you know, he can't, I said, yeah, but you need that guy. How do you think Bedard's going to do? Uh, in Chicago? <laughs> I, 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 I think he'll struggle to get 20. I don't think I don't think I'll think he'll struggle to get twenty goals. Well, he's a small guy, and you got. I think he's going to do pretty good. And a forward and a winger. I, I wish you had him played center, but uh, they might put him at center. Uh, he looks to me like a centerman, but he's a left winger, and I think he's going to do pretty good. How many goals do you think he'll get? I'll, I'll say eighteen. Well, there people are saying he's going to get thirty. <laughs> I don't think he'll get thirty. I, you know what? I hope I hope he does well. I and, hope he and, does and, well and, too. You know, you don't you hate to see the, pr- but boy, that's an awful lot of pressure on the kid. Boy, a lot of pressure on a kid. Uh, twenty, uh, when will he be twenty years old? Boy, that's an awful well, lot of pressure on nineteen. 19, teen, 19, 19, 20 years old. That's a lot of pressure on a kid. Everybody's going to be looking at him. I don't know. Uh, I hope he does well because uh, he, he seems to be yeah. a nice kid. 
Okay, Dad, here's another question from Twitter. B forever. You know, they're a Bruins fan. So the question is, Don, growing up, they watched the Bruins. I always wanted to know what music did the team listen to in the dressing room? You know, it was a funny thing. When I was in Rochester, the, they, they had Led Zeppelin going all the time. All yeah, the, a, yeah, it was 70s. Was right. Black Dog and all yeah. that. Black Dog. I got the Bruins, and right over Cheever's where he dressed, he dressed at the corner. They had they had a great big speaker going. They had it, and I never heard one. I maybe they thought I didn't like music. I don't know what it was, but I never heard it once being played. Not once. When I before I got there, they used to play that team. Obila, what was that? Obli Obla by the Beatles. Really? Yeah, the they, Beatles. They used to sing that all the time, all the time. Oh, something about um, life goes life, on. Life goes on, or something like that. When I was there, they never played one bit of music. I think they had too much fun playing, you know. Well, talking and kibitzing. I don't know what it was, but it, they never. I never heard them. I, <laughs> I do remember Schmatzy singing, um, "Take the money and run" all the oh, time. Yeah. Evie walking around, go, go on, take the money and run. I mean, that was his. That was his theme song. <laughs> yeah, take the money I think and about run. music, Dad. I think about. I think about Rochester on the buses. When all the guys used to know the music to the words hair by the cow sills because the coach, Doug Adams, oh, hated long I... hair on players yeah. on the buses. And they would sing and they'd know every word to the cow sills hair and they would sing it to drive the coach nuts. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. You remember? <laughs> I remember. So... And the one thing too in Colorado, when we when you went to Colorado, they they were the guy, first guys to play Rock and Roll Part Two by Gary. Oh Glitter. yeah, for the fans. What was that? They used to play Gary Glitter, uh, oh, Rock yeah. and Roll Part Two, and that was kind of the first. Like you never heard that before. Nope. But then then that everyone clip, did then it. everyone started to play. Yeah, that. and everybody started to play it. Uh, I was I forget yeah. how it went. Anyhow, we used to play it all the time, and. Uh, and then everybody else started to play, yeah, it. play it. Do you remember who the organist was in, in uh, Boston? Uh, I don't know. John Kylie. Oh yeah, John Kylie. Oh, John you're Ky- right. They always think of the and That's we had John Kylie at the organ that he would play. That's why I always laugh at uh, Slapshot when he says, "Never play Lady of Spain Lady again," and <laughs> because. John Kylie always used to play Lady Spain because Lady it had the word Boston Spain, in it. Right? I adore you. Right. I liked when the organ, I mean, that's old time hockey when you have the organist playing. Okay, Dad, we got one last question here. Well, we'll do two questions quickly. Uh, Roger D from Sports uh, from Facebook. If you're betting right now, who's going to win the Stanley Cup? Who do you pick? I'll pick Boston. I'm not going to think I'm going to turn my back on Boston. Really? Yeah. Well, I think Bergeron's coming back. I really do. Yeah, they said he's working out. Oh, he'll be back. Yeah, I don't think he wants to go out like that. No, it was sort of sad to see him shaking hands goodbye. So who do you think is going to win, Cindy? I I like Boston, I guess, too. I like Boston. I mean, um, well, we're Boston Bruins fans. We're Bruins fans through and through. You know why? Because of the fans, not because of the team. No, I I like the players. Yeah. Well, I think Carolina's going to win. So even though it's Carolina, Colorado, and Vegas are the favorites. Okay, right we now. remember this there when we get when we. You said the Leafs. We, we no, the, don't don't don't. You're on the porch. You said the Leafs. Don't say Boston. You said the Leafs. No, I'm, I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick Boston. But I tell you, don't count the Leafs out. 
They got a tough team. Well, I, I'm 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 torn because I want to see Max really do well yeah, with why the Leafs. You pick the Leafs. Well, well, the Leafs. I, I I said I'm torn. You know, I want the Leafs to do good now that no. Max is on the team and the whole deal. Well, everybody. Will, let's see. Let, let's see now. Everybody. Well, guts will go up about twenty percent with that Reeves <laughs> just hanging <laughs> around. Right. Yeah. Just just having him on as the team as long as they play him. As long as they play him. I would sign Simmons, too. I know. That's what they said, to have the ultimate payback. Going no. to Florida and just beat the living hell out of him. Yeah. Going to Tampa, beat the oh, living yeah? hell out of him. You want to take on the little kids, yeah. eh? Back in the net, eh? Yeah. We'll see and uh, just beat the living... Well, they'll never do that. Yeah. Anyhow, so, Cindy, read, oh. what, what you're going to read... Um, okay, the last question, Dad, is Dallas Kenny. And this is from Facebook. Don, I was checking out your hockey DB... Cindy, that's one of your favorite oh, places. Oh, that is What's one that of my favorites. It's a website that has every single thing, every roster, every team, every stat on every oh, hockey player that's you can right. ever so imagine. If you want to know anything about hockey, that's the place you to have check to go out to Hockey it. DB. And saw that you played in Tulsa. That would be in Oklahoma for people who don't know. What kind of hockey town was Tulsa, and would they make a good NHL city? Boy, we used to pack them in there. I, but how did I get out there? Okay. Mark Reume broke his toe, and I had to go. I was the fifth guy, fifth, sixth guy, and I had to go out. So we were in Rochester. From right? Rochester. I was in Rochester, Mom New York. was not happy. No, I know she wasn't happy, nor was I happy going there. <laughs> I lived in a room about the size of this yeah, but dining the, room. According there. to Mom, it sounded like you were having a good time. Well, in the what, sunny, it was nice, no. some barbecues. You One time she was sitting in the winter and four feet of snow, and you were saying, well, I got to go. I'm going to a barbecue now, and she well, was not happy. anyhow, I'll tell you the story. I, I phoned, and she said, the whole North America is out. <laughs> and the only thing, It was a big blackout. It was a blackout, the East I Coast. Know. Well, it was a long time ago. And... She says, so, so at the end of the conversation, she says, where are you going tonight? And I, where am I going tonight? Do I lie? Or? So I said, well, I'm, I'm going with the owner. Uh, we're having a barbecue. <laughs> that is right. Oh. Let me get this right. Let me get She's this freezing. Right. There's no heat. Yeah. Let me get this right. I'm sitting here with two kids freezing. And, In the dark. And you're going out, you're going out to a, some barbecue. Uh-huh. And I said, mm, I got to think of something that's bad. <laughs> So I said, well, he only has Lone Star beer. Oh. <laughs> Did not go over big. 